Hello, what is up? My name is Rob Christie, and I'm the host of this podcast, God Drugs Laughs. We are a storytelling podcast that talks about the good, the bad, and everything in between when it comes to life. And we also like to laugh a lot, so hopefully you will as well. Today, we have a special guest. He is six foot three, weighs around 214 pounds, large beard, bad eyesight, skinny legs. His students say he looks like the guy from Despicable Me with the big upper body and small lower body. It is me, Rob Christie. So hopefully you guys and gals enjoy hearing my voice because I just wanted to do a solo podcast this week because my new album will be coming out. My new album is titled Late to My Funeral. And so I want to share maybe three songs with you this week and then talk about them, um, kind of where I was in my mind space when I wrote it and why I wrote it. And just to give you a preview of what is to come when you check out my new album. And that album will be everywhere. So Spotify, iTunes, wherever you get your music, it will be uploaded to that YouTube. So just want to discuss my week so far. You know, I had to, it's been a tough week. So I've had to kind of refocus on my health, was slacking a bit and, but I'm feeling good now. I'm feeling good now. So thankful for second chances, thankful for grace, um, all the people who give that to me and I'm on the healthy track again. So just wanted to say thank you to those of you who have helped, who have reached out. I love y'all and thankful for all of your love that you always give me. So thanks for that. Now, let's get to our topic of the week. Here is your topic of the week. I already gave you a spoiler alert on what we're doing this week, and we are going to review some of my songs. So I'm just going to go ahead and kick this one off. This one is called The Journey. It's the second song on my album, Late to My Funeral. So let's take a listen, and then I'll kind of tell you, we'll walk through the lyrics and things like that. So hope you enjoy. Again, this song is called The Journey. We keep searching for the answers Trying to find the destiny to our journey questions second guessing so many blessings i know you're still here by my side just look at all the gifts i have in my life seeing the counselor again working on being a better friend a better dad a better husband look at brighton yeah ain't she something i press on and never look back so many things you know i take back 
I'm no longer the one to judge Nobody's as bad and ugly as I was My life struggle is the context I emptied out my heart on this project God's making beauty out of ashes Been praying this album will be a classic We keep searching for the answers Trying to find a destiny to our journey Million dollar dreams matched with billion dollar schemes. Didn't value people on my team while I was plotting so many evil things. But mercy reigns like a hurricane, come and take away all my dirt and shame. To the people who were down and out, know that God is there even when you have doubts. I didn't ask for this addiction, I just wanted help through a prescription. That's why I never share the woe with me. But I was about as sick as you could be Maybe life will always be hard There's a way out, no matter where you are Trying to face all my fears Make a difference with my remaining years We keep searching for the answers Trying to find a destiny to our journey That was The Journey off my new album, Late to My Funeral. So let's go over some of the lyrics. I'm just going to read them, and if something sticks out, we'll talk about it. I start off that first verse, God, have mercy on my questions. Second guessing so many blessings. I know you're still here right by my side. Just look at all the gifts I have in my life. So, you know, it's not a mystery that I've struggled with my faith for the past year or two, so... I'm just thankful that God is um, full of grace and mercy and love towards me, even when I have doubts and questions. So uh, that's kind of what I was trying to express there, um, because he has had mercy on me, all my questions. You know, it's like God is up there and he's saying, look at everything I've given you. Look at all you have. Like you are my beloved son, my beloved child trust in me. And that's kind of the dilemma I've been in. I feel like the dichotomy of my life is we have two choices, right? So we have the choice of living for um, wisdom, right? Godly wisdom, or we have a choice of living for the world. And so godly wisdom is Jesus coming to the earth and saying to us, listen, I didn't come to steal or, or take your joy or take your life, but he literally says, I came to give you life and life in the fullest. And so when I read the Bible, the do's and don'ts of the scripture, sorry about that. When I read the do's and don'ts of the scripture, it's not God trying to take away my fun, but rather it's God trying to push me into a more fulfilled life, into a more um, abundant life, you know, where I'm content. There's no fear. There's no anxiety. There's no things that will prevent me from enjoying my life. But you know, recently I've been choosing the world, right? The world says these things will fill you up and they do for probably about whatever it is, 10 minutes, right? 
they work for 10 minutes, but then you need more and more and more and more. And so just thanking God for helping me through all those um, questions that I had, um, the grace that I received for second guessing so many blessings and just acknowledging that he is still by my side. All right, we carry on. So then I say seeing a counselor again, working on being being a better friend, a better dad, a better husband. So there, you know, I'm just kind of, I'm wanting to express that I'm still seeking help on these things, right? Still seeking help on being a better friend because I've been just a lousy friend to my friends um, over the past years and I want to do better. I want to, I mean, I have tatted on my arm, love well. And so that's kind of what I want to do. You know, seeing a counselor, we're kind of getting to some untreated trauma and realizing, you know, I'm not as bad and nasty and ugly as I think I am. You know, that rather I've been trying to love my family fiercely for since I was four is where we traced it back. So, you know. I'm trying to recognize that I do love myself, and you'll hear that in the next song, because <laughs> I wrote a song about that. All right, so the last line there, I say, look at Brighton, ain't she something? Obviously, Brighton, I write about my life, write about things that are str- my struggles and things I love, and Brighton's probably almost in every song on this album, because I love her, and she is something. All right, then we carry on. It says, I press on and never look back, so many things you know I take back. I'm no longer the one to judge. Nobody's as bad and ugly as I was. So obviously pressing forward, I can't look at my past and carry that guilt and shame. I know what I've done. I know where I've been. And I'm accepting God's grace in the midst of that. And I'm not looking back on that. I'm not forgetting that because that helps me, you know, when, especially when it comes to drugs, when I I have a temptation to use my mind and my heart, I need to refocus and what we talk about in you know in recovery is play the tape through. Okay, I, I want to use this drug. It's going to give me um, the drug of my choice gives me about out of twenty four hours of relief, but then it gives me a lifetime of pain. The days that come afterwards are so hard, and all the lies, all the deception to try to cover up my usage, and it's just not worth it. So I'm not looking back in the sense of carrying the guilt and shame, but I'm looking back to remember a place where I was that I do not want to go back to. And of course, I'm no longer the one to judge. I never felt like I was a very judgmental person on people, but when you have destroyed your life and taken yourself down um, to the pits of hell, really, sorry about the, I don't have my, (laughs) my mic cover that helps with the peas. So I'm trying to keep those out of my um, lingo as we go along because they pop, pee pop, pee pop. But I just, you know, and, and it's a cool thing because anybody can come to me with anything right now. And, and that that's kind of the blessing that you get from going to the rock bottom. You know, you, you don't really care about what others think about you. You've literally done the, the worst things that you possibly could do. Well, I know that's a little bit of a stretch. I'm not out here killing people. You know what I'm saying? Um, At least until the statue of limitations is up. That's a joke. That's a joke, FBI. But where was I? See, I have ADD and I don't take anything for it, which started my addiction. So I get lost and go off on trails. But you probably already know that if you've been listening to the podcast for a while. Oh, just not judging people, you know, because... 
I love Paul in the scriptures, right? You think of Paul, he had this crazy conversion where people were looking at him as, man, this guy is blessed. You know, God has gifted him. God has given him these gifts to help people. And I love that in the letters that we read that Paul wrote to specific churches, he literally says, I am the worst sinner that I know. And I can literally say, I am the worst sinner that I know. So it's not hard to, you know, hold myself back from judging now because I'm the worst sinner I know. And that doesn't bring me shame or guilt, but that, you know, increases my thankfulness for God's grace and Jesus and what he did for me. All right. And we continue. So my life struggles is the context. I empty out my heart on this project. So my life struggles is the context, obviously, meaning what it says. That's, that's kind of what I bring to the to the table. Talk about my struggles uh, because it helps me to get them out. But also, it's been cool to see how my open communication about those things is helping others. So I'm thankful for that. And then the last line on this verse says, God's making beauty out of ashes. So obviously, I burned my life to the ground. And it's in ashes, but now I see the flowers starting to sprout up through the ashes and the beauty. And the last line is, I'm praying this album will be a classic. So I I put a lot of time and effort into this, and I love all the songs that I've made. So I'm hoping that people will see that, you know, this is the best album that I've put out so far. No offense, Brandon. You know what I'm saying? Dwayne and Dwayne. This Hottest Sweat was pretty good, too. All right, verse two, had million-dollar dreams matched with billion-dollar schemes, didn't value people on my team while I was plotting so many evil things. So it's just kind of saying my mind was on the world and not, you know, God's wisdom and God and, and that, and didn't value people on my team. I always loved and cared for everybody around me, but, you know, the struggles that I have in mental health, in mental health, I always think people are thinking negative things about me and are judging me. So it was hard for me to appreciate people on my team, value them. But now I can do that in, in beautiful ways through the help of counseling and through the help of the recovery program that I work. Next one is, but mercy reigns like a hurricane. Come and take away all my dirt and shame. So that's just saying, yeah, I, I did focus on that, but mercy, God's mercy still reigns like a hurricane, right? If God's, what's the ocean song? If God's, um, I don't even remember what they say, but something, if God's grace was like the ocean, we would all be sinking uh, because it is so abundant. Then I go to the people who are down and out, know that God is there even when you have doubt. So just saying, don't beat yourself up if you're having doubts or questions about God, if you're wrestling with certain things in your life, because even when you have those doubts, God's still there. He's bigger than your doubts, which I'm thankful for. Next line is, I didn't ask for this addiction. I just want to help through a prescription. That's why I never share the woe is me's, but I was about as sick as you can be. So I didn't ask for this addiction. That was kind of I think I was feeling just really ticked off at my life at that time. So, you know, just saying, look, I didn't ask for this. I wasn't going out to seek for, you know, relief through drugs, but it just kind of happened because I was put on Adderall and that 
really made me feel like I always wanted to feel, made me feel normal, like I think everybody else feels, instead of how I felt my whole life, like I was missing something. And so kind of just getting that line across. And then, man, I was sincerely as sick as you can be. Hospital visits, um, overdoses, seizures, you name it, I experienced it. And I'm thankful that God allows me to still be here. Maybe life will always be hard. There's no way out no matter where you are. Trying to face all my fears make a difference in my remaining years. So self-explanatory. Maybe life will always be hard. And just because life is hard doesn't mean it's not good. That in the midst of, you know, the, the hard times that God is present and and so near to us. So just want to make a difference with my remaining years, face all the fears that, you know, have held me back for so long and want to be able to love my people well and love others well and help others who have been, who are currently struggling with the same things that I struggled with. All right, let's get to the next song. This is kind of a love letter to myself that I wrote. So it's called, I love you. This is actually the opening song to my new album. So check this one out. I do. Back at it again. Oh. Used to let my pants sag rocking them Tims. Them Tims. My blue cassette was full of beats. Recorded on the four track rockers in your Jeep. Or in your Buick, turn up the music. We about to lose it because Rob is a nuisance. Hey. Now, that's a flashback to 05. How to sweat on these streets just trying to survive. Somewhere I lost myself. I did. Almost was a cold body laying on a shelf. No Up is in the morning, down is in the evening. If I die tonight, we call it even Steven. Sniffing on Addies, no lie, all day. Walking zombie chasing rich, trying to get paid. Get busy living, busy dying. I'm busy doing cause I got sick of trying hey. Mama, didn't mean to make you cry Sorry, mama. Your baby boy made it, I survived I'm still alive, I can't believe it oh. I love you Rob, Christy, and I mean it That was so sweet I mean, why wouldn't you love yourself? Go ahead, look in that mirror, look at that beard flowing You know what I mean? That face nice I know skinny jeans. Look, I know you're 42, but hey, you're a 42-year-old rapper, so might as well rock the skinny jeans, too. You know what I'm saying? You're killing it out here, bro. Killing it. I'm done with self-hate. Self-hate. Positive affirmations as I meditate. I think the good thoughts now. Yep. I'm loving me, and that's how I choose to get, get down. down. Rob, hey, you know what's true? What? I love you. I love you. Yeah, I really do. Love you, too. This a love song written to me. I'm worth something now. That's what I believe. See, for years I hated who I was. Had to drown it out looking for that next buzz. Now that may sound weird or kind of odd, but I hated myself. I swear to God, whoever loves pleasure will be a poor man. Whoever loves wine needs a helping hand. It's weird knowing my brain is out to kill me. I gotta fight against it, be the real me. Whoa. Whoa. Love you too. I mean, just think about it, bruh. You're killing it out here on these streets. Got those dimples, little sugar bowls. You rocking it, player. You rocking it, player. I like it. Keep doing you. Keep 
doing you. I used to play with G.I. Joe's in the yard coming up with scenarios. Then I climb up the trees. trees. Just a little boy always wanted to be free. I used to want to be Donnie. New kids on the block, girls calling me a hottie. I thank God for the bottom. It was like taking spots from how them got them. I realized no God, no peace. Almost bought a gun, but I don't need a piece. Cause I get low, I'm talking real low. Walking in some darkness, I pray you never know. Never know. Mistakes is far from the east to the west. Not living in the past, get my soul rest. Yup. So this is me live in the flesh. I love you, Rob Christie. Remember, you are blessed. You are blessed indeed. Come on. I love it. I love you, Rob Christie. This song's for you. Whatever you start to feel down, you come back and listen to this song. I love it. You know what I'm saying, player? You got it, baby. You got this. Keep doing you. Keep doing you. All right, that was I Love You off the new album, Late to My Funeral. So I write music and do this, obviously not to try to make it big as a rapper. I don't ever think you know that would happen or have aspirations to do that. But uh, first and foremost, I do it for me because it's really you know a fun hobby that I enjoy doing, as well as it's very therapeutic to me. And then secondly, you know I'm I'm hoping that it will help others, and it's been cool to see how some of my songs have helped others get through some tough times. Uh, so. That's why I do the music. And so I literally wrote this song to myself. Um, You know, I think about my life early on and up until recently that I really just didn't like myself, didn't like who I am. Um, And it's just weird because, you know, I, I get compliments from people all the time about certain gifts that God has given me, and I, I just don't see it. So... I'm starting to see it. I'm starting to embrace it, to love myself. And, you know, you can't love others well unless you love yourself well. And so I've been trying to destroy myself for years, and I'm done doing that. And so I love you, Rob Christie. Such a a good song for me to write and to listen to. Long song, so I won't go over all the lyrics, but some of the ones that I love. uh, First verse... Rock this song in your Jeep or in your Buick. Turn up the music. We about to lose it because Rob is a nuisance. Now that flashback to 05, how to sweat on these streets, just trying to survive. So that goes back to an album that I did with Brandon Hayes, who was a guest not too long ago. I highly recommend going back to listen to that if you haven't. And we had a group called Dwayne and Dwayne. So that was one of our songs called It's Hot As Sweat. And I got—I forgot to share this when Brandon was on here, so I'll share it now. We did, I served as a missionary in Arkansas, at an Arkansas children's home one summer. And I just loved those kids that were there. And one of them, he said so many funny lines that, you know, we used a lot of those lines for our songs on that album. And one of the lines, we were, you know, all getting on a bus, getting ready to go to a water park. And it was hot. I mean, Arkansas summer heat. It was hot, nasty. 
And so one of the, the guy's names was Chris. And I go, Chris, how you feeling, man? And he goes, man, it's hot as sweat. And I ain't even did nothing. <laughs> and I just cracked up. And so that ended up being a song on our album and actually was the title of our album. It's Hot as Sweat. And I ain't even did nothing. I always like to look back on things. I'm very nostalgic when it comes to life. I still... That's why I collect wrestlers, because it reminds me of my childhood and, and good times that I had. So I like to add that into my songs. Next one is more about my addiction. Uppers in the morning, downers in the evening. If I die tonight, we'll call it even Steven. So that's typically what kills people if you do that regimen of uppers in the morning and downers in the evening. And then I just share some truth that I was sniffing on Addie's Adderall. All day, no lie. And yeah, so I had a prescription for Adderall. I think it was 35 milligrams. And I took it twice a day. And I would get that prescription. And I would consume that within two or three days, the whole prescription. So when I thank God that I'm still here, that's why. Because I tell people that, you know, professionally who are in... in roles as a doctor or things like that. And they say, well, you should not still be here if that's what you were doing. And I did all this after I had my heart procedure because I had, you know, my heartbeat was irregular atrial flutter. I believe they called it. So thankful that God is gracious to me. All right. Next couple verses. I think the good thoughts now I'm loving me and that's how I choose to get down. Rob, you know, what's true. I love you. I love you. Yeah, I really do. This is a love song written to me. I'm worth something. Now that's what I believe. So I already addressed that while I was writing a love song to myself. The next line, it's weird knowing my mind is out to kill me. I got to fight against it and be the real me. So this weird predicament that addicts and alcoholics are in is the fact that literally our brain tells us to do things that will kill us. So my brain tells me, Seek out a substance that will make you feel good right now. You're not feeling good, so let's go do something. Let's take this or drink that. And so it's really fighting against yourself, um, fighting against your brain. And when those thoughts pop up, we have certain things in our recovery toolbox that we can use to tell ourselves to be able to overcome those. All right, next line. I used to play with G.I. Joes in the yard coming up with scenarios. Those little guys would even climb trees. I was just a boy dying to be free. So more stuff from my childhood. And then another admission, which may be more embarrassing than my drug addiction. I say I used to want to be Donnie. New kids on the block, girls calling me a hottie. Listen, I was a New Kids on the Block fan. First concert I went to. What's up, haters? And Donnie was my favorite, Donnie Wahlberg. And I would just sing for hours wanting to uh, be one of the New Kids on the Block. I would do it in front of the mirror and dress up and act like I was them. I also got my friend who was an undercover New Kids on the Block fan because you didn't like going around telling people that. But not me. Fifth grade, I was wearing the shirt. Like, what's up? I got into 17 fist fights because of that, but you know, we'll, we'll, we'll keep going. And I, I asked 
him to do a concert with me. And I thought he was on board. I thought he was exciting. And then his mom had to call my mom and say, listen, he does not want to do this concert that your your boy is trying to push on him. So that was just me sharing some more nostalgic stuff from my childhood. All right, this next song that we're going to listen to is uh, one of the sadder songs on the album. I let my wife listen to it yesterday and she cried. So, <laughs> But um, just uh, how I was feeling at the time and I'll let you listen to it and then we'll discuss it. This song is called Talking to Heaven. Just wish I could have seen you fly So high Looking down on me from the sky And when I See you on the other side Just say hi When I see you on See you on When I see you on See you on the other side Granddaddy, if you can hear me Tell my pop I don't feel a near me Matter of fact I don't feel nothing at all Could you ask him if he's disappointed in me Tell him thank you for all the love and the memories Thank him for being my dad we didn't have to Taught me so many life lessons that helped me make it through You waited for mom to show up then you passed away We're watching over her don't worry she's gonna be okay I'm sure she's dreaming of meeting you on the other side It's hard to listen every time I hear my mother cry I hate the last years of your life I was a drug addict Your calming presence took for granted wish I still had it I just wish I could have seen you fly So high Looking down on me from the sky And when I See you on the other side Pop, I'm tired, my heart is so empty My choices are repulsive, I don't even know me Look in the mirror and all I see is a lost soul I used to have so many dreams, so many goals Starting to question everything, all my old beliefs I'm talking to you, but you probably can't hear me I've been having weird thoughts, they keep haunting me I see bright and round my casket like I'm about to leave My days are numbered, to be honest, I'm not frightened Maybe me leaving would be the best for Brighton She can get a new daddy who loves God A man that's honest and loving with no fake facade B, when I wrote this song, just know I cried Daddy be waiting for you on the other side I just wish I could have seen you fly All right, that was Talking to Heaven. So let's kind of go through the lyrics. I say, Granddaddy, um, my grandfather who passed away, if you can hear me, 
tell my pop I don't feel him near me. Matter of fact, I don't feel nothing at all. So my pop was my stepdad who raised me um, from the time I was probably 12, 13, I believe. And he passed away last year. We're actually coming up on his death anniversary in a couple of days. So we're going to remember him uh, like we do every day, but, you know, just kind of share some stories and things like that. But it was a huge loss to our family. We're still, you know, I don't know if we'll ever get over it because he was kind of the calm and steadiness and the peace and of our family. And so we're just trying to learn how to adapt without him now. But this is just me kind of saying, I'm kind of numb to everything right now. I'm not feeling anything at all. And I've gone over this before, but I'm on antidepressant medication. So it helps stabilize my emotions and Sometimes I just I feel like I need to get off of it because I just feel numb to everything. So we're working on that, but that's kind of where that line comes. Uh, could you ask him if he's disappointed in me? Tell him thank you for all the love and the memories. I love that line just because, you know, th- those are questions that I have since he's gone. Is he disappointed with my behavior over the past year and... Or if he's not disappointed, you know, if he's proud of me. So, and then wanted to thank him for all the love and the memories. When I think back to my childhood and, you know, even becoming an adult, so much love that we all shared together and so many great, great memories that we had. So he is in probably 99% of the memories I have from my childhood. So next line um, was kind of hard to write. It says, I hate the last years of your life. I was a drug addict. Your calming presence took for granted. Wish I still had it. So just me saying I hate that he had to see me struggle. And, you know, one of the things that really upset me is the fact that in my addiction, I just stayed away from everybody. So I didn't see him as much as I could have in his last year. So that's hard for me to wrestle with. And then again, talking about his calming presence I say your calming presence took for granted. I wish I still had it. So that's kind of what we're missing now in our family. So miss you, Pop. We love you and wish you were still here. Verse two is kind of talking about the numbness that I feel, that my heart is so empty. My choices are repulsive. I don't even know me. I mean, drugs make me do some horrible things. So I'm not blaming it on the drugs, right? The the decision to use is always mine. The first choice, right? That first decision is always mine. And then after that, drugs kind of take control. But just some of the things that I've done while I was on drugs, very repulsive um, to myself and to many others. So that's what I was getting out there. Let's see. Yeah, and just, you know, over the past three months, you know, I say I've been having weird thoughts. They keep haunting me. I see Brighton around my casket like I'm about to leave. I was kind of dwelling on those thoughts, but, you know, God has kind of gotten a hold of me over this past week, and I'm feeling a lot better, a lot more optimistic. And uh, I know I'm going to be around for a long time because I'm going to stay healthy uh, for my baby girl, Brighton, first and foremost for myself, but also for my baby, Brighton. So I can be here to be a part of her life and see her grow, which I'm excited to do that. And then, you know, again, I was in a bad place when I wrote the song. I said, maybe me leaving will be a blessing for Brighton. Um, 
that she can get a new daddy who actually loves God, a man that's honest and loving with no fake facade. So obviously I was in a bad place when I wrote this, thinking that Brighton would be better without me as her dad and having another dad. So thankfully I don't believe that anymore. And But like I, I always just share where I am open and honestly on my songs, and that's where I was at the time when I wrote this song. So kind of a sad song, but it helps me to look back on the times when I was writing this song and to be thankful for where God has me now. All right, we're going to end this with a happy, funny song. So I wrote two kind of comical, funny songs on this album. One of my good friends, Brewer, he listened to my last album and he is a hip hop head. So he was able to kind of deconstruct every song and say, hey, this is what I like, this is what I didn't like and, and things like that, which is very helpful. And one of his critiques was, I don't feel like you are being yourself, like your fun personality doesn't come out on my last album. And so I was like, you know what? That's a good, good observation. So I'm going to do that with my new album. And so that's what I did with two songs. And obviously in songs like I Love You are kind of funny and comical as well, even though they are very truthful. So I want to let you listen to this last song that we'll share today. It's called Monsters in My Closet. I hope it makes you laugh at least three times. Okay? Oh, snap. They're whistling now. They cannot stop us from whistling. Know what blows I chose? To stick a berry in my nose. I was told to blow so hard that it would hit my toes. I was scared it showed. Now it's time to explode, unload. I propose I blew my nose at Barry, rolled down the road. Just one memory from the street named Sunny Mead. I can still see me and the homies drinking Sunny D. Let out a sigh when I broke my leg on a homemade slip and slide. Trash bags laid out a country mile, then we took a ride. Got some monsters in my closet, monsters in my head. Monsters in the kitchen, monsters have to be fed. He's kinda cool, cause he's red, said his name's Fred. We just had a pillow fight on my mama's bed. No, what's neato, I wear Speedos under my tuxedo. Danny DeVito eating Cheetos with so many people. I'm like a missile, can I kiss you while I try to whistle? Wash my dishes with a bristle and a water pistol. Me, oh my, I'll choose chocolate cake over any pie. When I was young, I had a big old sty up in my eye. B. Hayes broke the record for dropping it like it's hot. My brother said it was a booger, but it's really snot. Did it really snot? Knock, knock on the door, loud spectacular. Fangs out, widows, people call him Dracula. I hit him with my granny slippers and a spatula. He ran off, so we went back to watch him bachelor. Tell the truth, I grew my beard to hide my double chin. The only problem was it caused my dimples to fill in. My granny used to call my dimples Hershey Sugar Bowls. When she did, I felt as special as a voice that rolls. Got some monsters in my closet, monsters in my head. Monsters in the kitchen, monsters have to be fed. He's kinda cool, cause he's red, said his name's Fred. We just had a pillow fight on my mama's bed. My friend Evan likes to eat the bread that's unleavened. On Friday night, we meet with Spencer at the 7-Eleven. 
I love Red Lobster, their toppings flying in helicopters. Betty Crocker, I can't stop these freaking door knockers. Drack is back with Jack, they try to do a sneak attack. I step back, then a slap, now they won't be coming back. I used to have a large comb over a year ago. The problem was it went to flapping when the wind would blow. That's kind of embarrassing. I floss my whip while I dip potato chips. Will Smith slapped me in my lip, but I let it slip. I'm sorta like Blake Bortles, but I can't afford a Ford. When I was born, I cut my own umbilical cord. Went to the store and walked down aisle four. Then a wild boar chased me around the floor. So get up, get down, grab a friend and spin him around. Look at what you found, a monster on the edge of town. Monsters in my closet, monsters in my bed. What? Yo, it's all what's done. Yeah, my name is Free. I'm a monster, so what you want what are you doing, bro? Oh, um, hey, Rob. Is it okay if I get on some of the songs? Uh, I, I think that'd be really cool. And I could also whistle pretty well. My name is MC Fred. All right, that was called Monsters in My Closet. I hope you enjoyed it. Here are a few lines that I, I love from this song. Well, first of all, I did get a berry stuck in my nose when I was little. I, my lyrics are truthful when I write them. So my mom had to help me get that berry up out my nose. So for all the kids listening, do not, I repeat, do not stick a berry up in your nose because it'll be a bad experience. Uh, then I wrote, one day I broke my leg on a homemade slip and slide, got some trash bags, laid them flat. Then we took a ride. So me and my brother one day had this ingenious idea of laying out trash bags and putting soap and water on them and making our own slip and slide, which was awesome. It worked for a long time. And so we spent like two hours doing this. It was one of those times we stayed at my dad's house and he was at work and we were out there just doing the water slide thing. And then I was done. So I started to walk in and my brother looked at me and he called out and he said, Robbie, do it one more time. And so that was a challenge that I accepted. I turned around and I went and I was going to do a baseball slide into third base. And I did that, but my leg got caught up on a rock or tree or something that was under there. And all you heard was a snap. And man, that thing echoed. And I was like, ah, I can't move. I can't move. And it was funny because my dad had just gotten home then. And he came out and he was like, what the heck are you kids doing out here? He was so angry that, that I had gotten hurt. And he came and picked me up, put me in a bed. And I don't know, for some reason, I guess we thought I I wasn't as injured as I really was. I kept saying, Dad, I feel there, there's a rock under my leg. And what was really happening was my bone was not protruding out of my skin, but it was um, pushing up against it. So it felt like there was a rock on my leg. Thankfully, I was taken to the hospital. And then my mom showed up and showered me with gifts. And it was an okay experience after all. So that's how I broke my leg. 
Next one, knock, knock on the door, loud, spectacular, fangs out, widow's peak, we'll call him Dracula. And then I talk about hitting him with my granny's spatula. Uh, so that's a kind of an ode to my friend Mike, who I wrote a song for on this album called Mike Taught Me How to Rap. And uh, he, he had some raps that use those, that verbiage, Dracula and spatula. Uh, and then I end it with, we went back to watching Bachelor because my wife loves Bachelor. And sometimes I watch it with her, but I've kind of gotten to the point where I can't do that anymore. But I wanted to give her a shot out. And then the truth is I grew a beard initially to hide my double chin. That was true, but it caused my dimples to fill in. So I have some pretty deep dimples that my granny used to call her little sugar bowls and she would kiss them, get the sugar out of them. So I wrote that just to remember her. Uh, Another line, I put two of my students' names in the song. My friend Evan likes to eat the bread that's unleavened. On Friday night, we meet with Spencer at the 7-Eleven. So two of my students, one of them I've had for three years, who will be moving up, so I'll miss him. So I wanted to give him a shout out. And Evan, who is one of my biggest fans, but also one of my biggest (laughs) critics. If you know middle school boys, uh, I love them because they tell you the truth, right? In the sense of they speak their mind. And so he'll always give me good um, advice uh, about my songs, whether I want it or not. And so I wanted to give him a shout out. He helped me with some of the lyrics on the song as well. So shout out to Evan. Appreciate it, brother. I also included some of my students, Nasaya and Damani, for help with the artwork. So they helped me to choose the artwork for the album. So I wanted to get them involved in this project. So it was kind of a fun thing to do. All right. Well, that's it. Those are the songs that I wanted to kind of talk about and give to you. I hope this was helpful. I hope that it was enjoyable. Doing solo shows is kind of weird for me, but hopefully it was beneficial for you. And I will let everyone know when the album officially drops and is uploaded. It's all put in to the generator. So as soon as the stores start uploading it, I will send out a Facebook post to let everyone know. And uh, love y'all. Thanks for the support. Thanks for um, supporting this podcast, supporting my music, supporting my family and all that we do. And we will see you next week with a special guest. Hope you have a good week. Just do the next right thing. That's what I always tell myself. Do the next right thing. Peace.